management team. Welcome to a brand new season of the driver's seat. It is all new. Gen 3 is on the way. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matthew McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. I'm joined in the studio by the one and only Stephen Johnson. Stevie Johnson having a couple of little adult beverages, enjoying the atmosphere. <laughs> just, hey, Nimsy. Just for something different. It's good to have good. you on board, hey, Steve. Yeah, how good. I've just decided for the first show of the year, I'll fly down to Melbourne. I'll be in the number one studio with our number one, uh, obviously, you. Nimsy, yes. our number one you, as, as our, number, our number one, our number one producer, Nimsy, when, and, uh, uh, and and don't have to deal with Matt McKeldon's BS. When uh, Steve obviously <laughs> reversed to our number one producer, uh, Matthew Cox was unavailable, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, speaking down the line in the Gold Coast, it's the one and only Matthew McKeldon. Oh, McKeldon, we've lost the left rear wheel. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> this is this oddly feels like the first day of school. Uh, like it did when we finished off last year, the last day of school. I just don't know where to sit. It, it, I'm having flashbacks. I'm being triggered <laughs> for my first day of year seven when I walked in half an hour earlier and there was no one there in the studio and no one, no one there in the class. Now there's no one in the studio. Well, do I sit up the front, the back? Where do I sit? I, I, I saw that the uh, the previous class had to get you on for a bit of uh, orientation. So thank you. I, to, look, thanks I to had Sats a chat. And, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, Woogie Sats for and Woogie. Uh, getting yeah. you on board. But um, yeah. hey, look, we, we are t- we're making a big song and dance about it being a new era, new this, new that, because Gen 3 is here finally and uh, we're going to be seeing – some cars. I'm saying not finished cars, but I'm saying some cars <laughs> in Newcastle. I thought I'd get it in the first crack uh, there, Maddie. Wow. But um, we had to talk to the bloke that actually drove the first Gen Three car that was revealed because there was a lot of like, oh, geez, are these cars gonna be ready? Da 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 da. All this and that. So uh, before we get to him, we've got to give him his proper intro. Twenty-two-year-old, originally from Adelaide, now based on the Gold Coast. He's dream big was the hashtag, and he's done it. He wins the double. Todd Hazelwood, but that young bloke has done a remarkable job against the very best operators. Todd Hazelwood in his first ever shootout. Fantastic performance, and he has done a mighty job to get in. Oh, yes. it was a real sigh of relief when we saw the Cool Drive Racing Ford Mustang on the track at Winton a couple of weeks ago because, let's face it, Steve, there was a lot of nerves, especially, you know, not in Teamland because it was just like, geez, are these cars going to be ready? What's going on? Is this a show car that BRT had done? Like, what's the go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've done an awesome job to get that car. You know, you've got to remember they're a small team. They're a one-car team, and they've done a phenomenal job to get that car ready on track. And, uh, you know, obviously... Everyone's been pushing the limits lately. It's been just, you know, grinding it into the late hours of, of the evenings and early mornings and so forth. And, and every team's been doing it. Every team member's been doing it. So uh, credit to them, you know, uh, to get it on track. You know, the car looks good. 
And, um, you know, they had a, a, although they didn't do that many laps at SMP, and I'm, I'd like to touch on that with Todd in a minute, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, they did some quality laps and they were, they were one of the fastest or the fastest Mustang there anyway. So it's, yeah. um, it's going to be interesting to talk to Todd and get his feel of it. Certainly is. So let's get the, let's introduce the one and only Todd Hazelwood. Welcome back to the driver's seat. G'day, gents. Thanks for having me back on the show. Good to, <laughs> good to catch up for the first time. Oh, mate, it is good to have you back on board. And I know, like, we'll, we're, we're, we'll, we'll full disclosure here, because let's face it, you, Matthew, have been one of the biggest critics of Gen 3 in 2022. So when you saw Todd's car, hmm. was there a sigh of relief? Oh, yeah, there was a sigh of relief. And, and Todd, welcome and congratulations for being the first car, Gen Thank 3 you. car on circuit. Yeah, boys, look, I have been outwardly critical and will continue to be so uh, really, and probably until I hear from someone from Supercars. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I was really happy for Todd and Blanchard's. My sceptical brain, Todd, said that's not a full Gen 3 <laughs> working model. That's a bit oh, of a bit. Sorry, there's a lot of people that said that. <laughs> yeah, and like it, that's not a crack against you or the team because, as Stevie J said, you know, you're a small team and you guys are actually able to get the job done and fulfill the brief and get the car on circuit. But to me, it was a bit of a bitzer. And here we are seven or eight days before the start of the series. And it's only today that we're starting to get some kind of talk on parity. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But Give us the driver's eye view. Give us the feedback. What's it like? How much better has it gotten from when you first rolled it out to where we stand today? Um, yeah, no, thank you. Like it, yeah, just touching on what you mentioned, like to have the first car out on track, not miss our deadline that we put in place. You know, we had a target of being on track on the second of Feb, and the boys um, at, involved at the Cool Drive Racing team there. You know, they worked as Steve J mentioned. Now, everyone in this industry's worked day and night, and you know these guys worked day, night, and mornings, and you know slept at the workshop. They did crazy hours, and um, you know I've been down there in the workshop with them since the start of January, pretty much there every day with them, and seeing and witnessing the work that went on was uh, pretty special. And you know, in my time in in the sport of motorsport, I've never seen such a crazy amount of work. It, you know, with all new componentry and all the new challenges that's been faced and to put that car out on track first, it was um yeah, very cool moment. But yeah, the car itself is yes, yeah, it's, it's a whole new challenge. You know, there's been some people that said that's not that much different. Other people said it's crazy different. Um but to be honest for me, I think like over one lap, you can certainly feel that it is a supercar. Like it's still we're still on the same tire which gives you the same amount of feedback what it would last year. But Obviously, with the massive reduction in aero, the car is very loose. And, you know, us drivers always talk about, you know, the car being keying into the ground and hooking up or, or sitting on top of the track. And with these new cars, they really feel like they don't bite into the track at all. It always feels like they're just sitting on top of the surface. And, and you know, with, uh, with that, it cooks the tyres. So, you know, we have a, a decent amount of grip for a couple of laps. But after a couple of laps, the tyres get tremendously hot in the surface temps. And then they're really loose to drive. So whole new challenge, which I think is great. Um, Gen 3 needed to shake things up. We've been getting a little bit stale as a sport, and um, you know, hopefully the racing's going to be a lot better with that and you know, create some excitement for the fans um, going into Newcastle next week. It's, uh, you know, I really hope it's going to be awesome. Well, Todd, I reckon, um, you know, and the old cars, you know, the Gen 2 cars, you know, they'd been... What was that? 2013, really. I yeah. mean, so it's it's been. Well, you were there for the launch. Yeah, I was there for the launch. Much. Yeah, mate, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was yesterday, let alone back <laughs> then. So, Steve, we've got 10 years of of uh, Gen 2 experience. Yeah, so. and that's what I mean. Like the 10 years of development for Gen 2, 
Todd. So by the end, they were just so finely tuned that I think that um, it was very hard to get races to be a bit mixed up in regard to, to results, you know. And, and I think Gen 3's, you know, like Gen 2 did at the start, you know, we saw BJR was the team to beat, you know. And that yeah. could be the case for Gen 3. Who knows? But it's definitely going to shake up the grid at the start. And to be honest, I don't know your feel, Todd, but I think that if you can just finish Newcastle on day one uh, or the first race on Saturday, you're probably going to finish in the top five. So <laughs> if you can finish with no issues, I think you get, you'll finish really well. So, I mean, what's your what's your gut feel on that? Yeah, oh, totally. I think it's a great opportunity for any team and that's why the team at BRT and Cool Drive Racing have embraced this huge opportunity. You know, as you mentioned, we're a single car team, we're a small operation, and you know, to see this as a massive reset for industry, we want to come out swinging. We want to give this our absolute best shot of starting on the front foot, getting to Newcastle prepared, which we are. Um, we've, we've, our testing program was on time. It was all faultless. We didn't have any issues. So that's a great shot in the arm of confidence going to Newcastle. But at the same time, um, we've still got to keep our expectations in check. You know, as far as form guide on pace and expectation, we've really got no idea. But yeah. if we can just keep focusing on what we can control, which we have been doing quite well from what I've seen and, and being in the workshop witnessing it all, um, yeah, hopefully, we, you know, if we can roll the cars out and, as you said, have a good, clean, consistent weekend, there's no reason why we can't be inside the top 10 based on that, which was, uh, you know, be a great start. Uh, Todd Lowe. We're talking. We're listening to you talk, and we're hearing the word "we." And when you say "we," we're talking about Cool Drive Racing. In 2017, you won the Super Two Championship with um, uh, with Matty Stone Racing. You then went away to BJR. You then went back to Matt Stone Racing. A bit of a homecoming because you you're a bit of a Matt Stone Racing boy or a protege. It was a little bit like the prodigal son coming home. We expected yeah, you to be there for yeah. a bit longer. Brother, what happened at the end of last year? How do we now see you in Cool Drive? Oh, look, the the way at the land of a, of a driver, you know, I've been, I felt like I've been very loyal to the people that I've driven for. You know, mm-hmm. essentially, I've only ever really driven for three three people. You know, I drove for BRT as a as a co driver in 2017, which was also BJR and um, you know MSR outside of that so um, you know, I feel like my loyalty in, in this time is you know the best of my ability. Um, obviously, there's lots that go on behind the scenes as far as the commercial commercial aspects of the sport and the teams, and you know what what drivers you know each each and every opportunity is totally different up and down pit lane. So, for me, you know, moving make, making this step towards BRT, yeah, it was probably a little bit selfish, but for me, you know, I'm turning 28 this year. I'm not this young 22-year-old that was in your highlights package there before, you know, I'm, I'm, you know. The grey hairs are coming out the side of my head and I still haven't won a race and I'm trying to put myself yeah. in the best best opportunity possible for me to be able to achieve that. And, you know, when I first sat down and, and was approached by Tim to go through this opportunity, I knew there and then that I would be silly not to put pen to paper and and grab this opportunity, which, which I did. And, um, hey, so far, so good. You know, first car out on track for Gen 3 with had a successful test program. So we're off to a good start and, you know, hopefully that'll put people's minds at ease as, as to why I did move on. Hey, Toddy, one, obviously one car team, this is, um, you know, it, it's going to be definitely different. You know, you've obviously gone from a, from a two car team to a four car team, now to a one car team. Um, you're not going to have, uh, you know, obviously a, a teammate there to push you. 
Although you've got, you know, obviously young Aaron Love, who's um, who's going to be running in um, in Super Two, uh, which I think who's who's a, a fantastic talent. But um, you know, I mean, pros and cons of this. I mean, obviously you're going to need. You always like to have someone that you can base yourself on and, and and overlay data on and all that sort of stuff. But does this is this mean that um, you know going to to a one car team? Uh, you know, you haven't got those other four cars like you, you did at uh, at Brad Jones. So all of a sudden you, you every, all the focus is on your car. So, I mean, not that I'm saying that no one gives all four cars, all the best bits, but you're going to get the best, bits. The best oh, bits at the yeah. end of the day, you're going to get the best bits. So I guess when you look at it, there's, there are pros and cons for, for going downscaling to a one car team. If that's the way you want to look at it. Yeah, totally. And to be honest, I'm probably one of only few drivers in the industry that's, experience being a single car team when I was at MSR yep. when we first started the main series to so then four cars you know mm-hmm. and you know when you have all these teammates it's all well and good and it looks great on paper but you know when you've got four teammates it's almost like four different distractions you know within the team and as you mentioned you know you all of a sudden you're, you're compromising yourself within the team of who works on what car and you know there's all these other nonsense that's go, that goes on whereas if you've got one car you've got the best personnel which I think we've got a cracking crew um, you know led by Merco as lead engineer and we've got you know some great stability in the in the team that we've got um, and you know they're all committed they're all driven and and to be honest it's probably I haven't actually felt that will to win in a team for a long long time until just the start of this year like the way that these guys their mindset and the way they're working towards aim to get their first obviously the team's first podium but they want to win you know like it's actually good to feel part of an environment that wants to win. Um, and, you know, it's all going into that one car, that one program. So the commitment and dedication to that one car is obviously is a, a big thing for me. Um, and you don't get distracted by, you know, what the other te- what, what your teammate might be doing or what that other engineering group might be doing. Because what a lot of people don't see is it's two drivers against each other fighting it out within a team. But it's also the engineering group as well. Engineers agree to disagree. And then sometimes I don't get along and, you know, they, they want to win just as much as the drivers do. So when you haven't got that extra distraction, I guess, or that sometimes that extra, um, I guess, access to information can almost be a distraction um, and it can be misleading because at the end of the day, no driver drives the same. Um, you know, we, we see it time and time again, you know, whether it's the likes of SVG and Winkup or when I was at BGR with myself and Nick Percat, we, we're two different drivers. Um, so you try, if you're trying to plug and play and have the same setup, it may work sometimes, but probably eight times out of ten it doesn't. So that's where you've got to learn to row your own boat and be successful by yourself and stand on your own two feet. And, um, hey, I've done it before. I did a single-card team, and you know, I feel like the capability this time around is, is greater again. And, hey, you just got to embrace the challenge and get the most out of it. So for me, probably the, the pros and cons, yeah, there's some either way, but you know, I'm looking at the positives, and they all look pretty good. That's a like that's a really good point you make because you know the single car team is often criticised or oh, you don't have enough or not criticised but it's often mentioned that I haven't got two sets of data and I haven't got a teammate but you're right in what you say that that inter team rivalry um, can sometimes be a distraction as well so that's a really interesting point you make uh, mate Newcastle let's go eyes forward to next weekend start of the series uh, for another year pretty happy hunting ground for you it's where you won your your Super Two championship. Um, it's a place where if you said to me at the start of the year, hey, Maddie, we've got a brand new car. It's co- We've done a quite a bit of testing, but not a full amount of testing, all that kind of stuff. We haven't got a full set of spares in the truck and all that kind of stuff. Where do you reckon we start off the year? 
Newcastle would be about the last on the list. I'd probably want to go to <laughs> Queensland Raceway. <laughs> but you have copped Newcastle sunshine. So what's yeah, like, going like, to be the like mindset? Like is not hard enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, right, you, right. you want to know what's even worse than that? <laughs> How about taking your oh, seventeen? Look, yeah. How about taking your seventeen-year-old son who's who's debuting to Newcastle at <laughs> yeah, Super Three? Exactly. That's, well, that's very, not a good. Yeah, that's even that's worse. <laughs> that's not easy. But what's the mindset, bro? Is it is it a is it a we're going to go in there? We must come out. We always want to finish every race, obviously. But you guys are uh, wound so tight. You all want to win. But with this one, knowing that you don't have a truck full of spares, what's the mindset? <laughs> Do you go in survival mode or do you go in, I want to come out leading the championship mode? Look, I think that's what's going to make next weekend so fascinating because, like you said, every driver's got the red mist when they put the helmet on. Mm. And, you know, I, I can guarantee if I said, oh, I'm going to be a little bit cautious into next weekend, that person that would have heard me say that, go, well, I'm going to take advantage of Todd on the track. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's just the way we work, I guess. But, it is, you know, when we talk about the spares and, and the, the items that we've got available inside the truck for, for a three-day race weekend, you know, it's, it, we've, got to, we've got to survive practice and we've got to get through qualifying. And, mm. you know, it's a circuit where you got to, the, the, I guess, that really separates the men from the boys. You know, you really got to put big boy pants on and throw a good lap around there and you've got to be brave. You've got to run the car up against the wall to, to get the most out of laps. And I'm, I'm sure the best in pit lane will be doing that at stages over the weekend. So... Yeah, trying to work out that fine balance of, you know, do we push hard and do we, you know, get make sure that we get comfortable before we start pushing or, you mm. know, really save it all for qualifying and then put ourselves in a good place for the race because, you know, with obviously street circuits, you don't want to be buried in the middle back of the pack because, you know, all hell breaks loose back there. So, um, you mm. know, it's it's an interesting mindset and, you know, I think that's what's going to make next weekend a huge challenge. Hey, a crazy track, haven't been there for a few years. So, yeah, yeah. bring it on. Hey, Todd, uh, humor me here and, 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 and have a think about this scenario, <laughs> all right? Uh, BRT or Cool Driver, I'm going to say Cool Drive. That's twice now because now it's been said eight times in this interview because uh, I've been counting. 80% from Todd. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so you're doing your job, Todd. I'm very proud of you, mate. I'm thank very you, proud of you. you. Um, but, all right, uh, Cool Drive Racing, that's nine. And... Uh, have a little technical issue, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, you've hit a curb wrong and you've busted a part. You haven't got one. You need to go and borrow one from somewhere. Who most likely up and down pit lane do you think you would go to? And they'd say, no, we're not giving it to you. Oh dear. Yeah, that put me in a lot of bother, wouldn't it? <laughs> when you put it like that, that puts me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. Oh, just don't go and ask Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not on the top of the list. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's seriously, this is seriously what uh, supercars and uh, and some of the teams have been talking about. I think Walkinshaw uh, and Ryan Walkinshaw has been very outspoken saying, listen, if, if we can help other teams and we've got parts and we don't need them, absolutely, we're, we're going to help the, um, send them out and, and loan them out or Whatever. Yeah, for the greater good kind for of thing. For the greater good. And then there's other teams that are like, um, yeah, well, you know. My honest bow. opinion is have some balls and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going to be very interesting how that all plays out. So, because I mean, oh, that, totally. it is yeah. very short, we're very short on parts and bits and pieces. So it could get a little bit nasty behind the, uh, behind the uh, closed doors in the change room, yeah, so to speak. Oh, I think it already is. <laughs> yeah. <quietly>, but, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, just it's pretty quick, animated. 
quickly, Todd, before we let you go, mate, because we know you've got to get your sleep. You've got a big seven days ahead of you. Uh, on our Facebook page, one of our fans wanted to know um, about your XC Falcon wagon, the progress on that. Is there progress? How's it looking? Give us a, a quick elevator uh, snapshot on what the car's like. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's running. It's on the road. It's registered now. It's not. It's not perfect, but um, I'm able to cruise around in it, put the windows down and, and oh, go have cool. some fun in it. So um, it's a proper POV pack. Um, it's pine and lime yellow, so it stands out. And uh, yeah, it's a, just <laughs> pine, a six-cylinder. Pine and lime yellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, wow. it's the perfect cruiser. So, yeah, it's got a little bit of rust I still need to sort out. But, um, yeah, it's all original. It's got original paint. It was a actually purchased, purchased it from a, a deceased state. It was a, a one-owner. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a, been a little bit of fun behind the scenes, uh, bringing it back to life. Hadn't ran in, I think, 25 years. So, wow, um, cool. yeah, it was pretty cool to hear it fire its first uh, first tunes, um, yeah, when we found, finally got it up and running. What so, about uh, the, yeah, pretty cool. has it got a, has it got a louver in the rear window, mate? Has it got a louvered rear window? No, it doesn't. No, Ooh. it doesn't even have the little rear spoiler. So it's, oh, um, yeah, the, when's your birthday? Pop, I might get one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it, what are the plans for it, mate? Because you look at <laughs> you look at Cam Waters. I think he's got. Has he got an XC Coupe, Stevie J? Something like that. Yeah, he's got an yeah. XB Coupe. XB, yeah. XB, right? And I and I and I know that he's fully pimping it. He's going to put like a thousand horsepower engine. Or, well, no, actually, sorry, I say he's going to put a supercar engine well, in it. Progress it? of that's yeah. been going at a glacier like speed. So, <laughs> 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 so I mean, so is there plans for that with your uh, with your rocket, Todd, or are you just going to roll Pine Lime original? Yeah, no, nah, it's it's too good to be true to, to play around with it and, you know, put a big motor or do a paint job or anything like that. This is, you know, that's the reason I actually brought it was because it's just all original. It just hadn't been touched. And, um, you know, for me, that's what I like. You know, there's no point putting a, a supercar motor in, a, in an XC wagon when you've got to do 80 down the freeway. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's sort of, yeah, it suits the purpose. And that way I don't get a speeding ticket driving around town. It's... Um, yeah, it's big, long, and slow, and um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You're in Melbourne now, like mate. Old... You're in Melbourne now, so you're only doing forty down the yeah. freeway, right? Yeah. So yeah. If that, <laughs> I, I if wouldn't I'm worry about it. I wouldn't worry about doing eighty, mate. It'd be fine. <laughs> but uh, nice and original. Sounds like my old Peugeot two hundred five Stevie J. Oh yeah, with the top down, with your hair yeah. blowing in the breeze. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever hair I've got left, Nimsy <laughs> didn't have hair blowing in the breeze. No, I don't reckon. Well, yes, exactly. To your point, mate. At least I still had hair when I had my my R thirty two Nissan Pintara. Uh, that was the fastest <laughs> 32, mate. Pintara. The, the fastest. Pintara was my first car. So oh, Todd. Kindred oh, spirits, no. my friend. We are kindred spirits. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the fastest four-cylinder you'll ever see on wheels. But uh, Todd, we'll, we'll let you go, brother. But all the best at Newcastle. It was great to get you back on board the driver's seat. We can't wait to see you actually live in the flesh in the paddock uh, in your BRT colours. So all the best for Newcastle and go well. Thanks, gents. Great to be back on the show and, yeah, bring on quick Newcastle. There we go. Todd Hazelwood joining us here on the driver's seat. And, Steve, just before we go to our break, have a look at the text line. It's blowing up. Look at Nimsy. the it's love it. That absolutely one. blowing up. Maddie, do you want to go through some of these? Uh, I can go through some of these. How about I go to the little purple ones that you've put on the side there so I can actually read them? Yeah. <laughs> have you got your goggles on, mate? <laughs> yeah, I've got my goggles on up here. Mate, if I didn't have my goggles on, I'd be texting Nimsy right now saying, don't throw to me to read anything. Bigger font, bigger font. <laughs> bigger font, absolutely. Hey, fellas, uh, you welcome know what, actually, back. There, there is yeah, a lot because we'll take a quick break. And, yeah, do that. Uh, because do that. There is, I'll where, clean my goggles. Where We appreciate this. There is seriously. So many. Because cause I can tell you right now, um, we've got a cricket match that's going on as well that involves India. And as you know, there is a lot of Indians that like cricket and like listening to the app. 
Oh, that's bullshit. No, no, no. It's it's actually <laughs> right. So, so we want to get through. That's a new one. So we want to get through all of the texts in its due course. Uh, this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Back with more straight after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Oh, you get flashy new digs and you still do the same old rubbish. Holy crap, that was... That, I'm like, what are you talking... Oh, okay, here we go again. First show, we've done it. Uh, While you two wait for your good friend of SEN's McDonald's to arrive, mm-hmm. uh, you were clearly distracted. You were clearly distracted. No McDonald's up here, just McDonald's down there. <laughs> no, we're not. We were actually busy running the show. Exactly. Because look at the, well, look at all the texts that are coming in, Matthew. Yes. We should get to that. Yeah, we, we should we, get we, to we... that. So I'll start from the bottom, shall I? From Matt Pisani in Freeman's Reach. Give me a tick. Give me a tick. We'll check in with uh, with some of our other uh, audience members as well. Uh, anyone across the Dutch? Oh. Oh, there we oh, go. Frankie's, Frankie's back in Fakatani is back. Indeed. And particularly given, obviously, in our credits there, we're now saying building Australia and New Zealand. And New Zealand. Fantastic. Outstanding. Choice. It's it's Choice. absolutely brilliant. Excellent. Um, <laughs> hey, fellas, welcome back. How good is it to see Stevie J back in TCM? Hey, not just back, dominating in TCM. Absolutely killing it. In Tassie. Maddie, when we will see you back in a TA2? You will see me back in a TA2 in two and a half weeks at Winton. Ooh. Uh, so I will be back mm, kicking off the start of the 23 season. Also, with the Bathurst six hour just around the corner, we need to get someone to get cash to get the Sri Lankan Minister of Motorsport <laughs> behind the wheel. Seriously, guys, great to have you back. Matty, Nimsy, uh, <laughs> how do you reckon, Nimsy? How do you reckon you'd go at Bathurst in a production car? Oh. Never raced anything in your life. How'd you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so good. There you go. We're rolling them all out tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, Maddie, I don't think we're going to see that, but thanks for listening back in, mate. Uh, boys, this from Mark from Merrigum. Hey, guys, welcome back. Phew. Oh, you did. You've just deleted it. Now I've lost a few Wednesday nights sorted now. Supercars. If there is a 60-kilogram difference, this is for you, Stevie J, oh. if there is a 60-kilogram difference between the two cars, four forces affect aerodynamic properties of a car, lift, weight, thrust, and drag. Ding. Correct. If the cars don't weigh the same, then why are they test- wasting time doing aero testing? Yeah, I can't answer that. <laughs> I, was, I don't think. I, and, and the only reason I can't, <laughs> the only reason I can't answer that is because <laughs> the the only reason I can't answer that is because I'm just dumbfounded. I I, I don't know what to say. Um, I would imagine. Um, the overall weight of the cars will weigh the same. I I can't understand that, but yes, I I, I understand that there is a discrepancy in the engine mm. weight, which then they have to sort out. They they may have to some like obviously if you need to put ballast in the car, possibly the Camaros will need to ballast their car up in the engine bay, mm-hmm. mm. and the Mustang uh, and the Mustangs will need to ballast just a very heavy of the car splitter. or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I yeah, but you know. I mean, what do you? I mean, I don't know what Steve, to say. I honestly I don't. Know what to say. I don't think you need to worry, Steve, because we've got seven days before the start of our season. Mm. Surely they can work it out in seven days. We've only had three years. Mm. 
But now we're at seven days and we haven't got it sorted out. Maybe, 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 it's, it's, maybe it's kind of like, you know, when you, you had to study before an exam, you're like, oh, it's two weeks' time, it's two weeks' time. No. I'm just like, Jesus, it's tomorrow. Right. It's the <laughs> world's biggest cram session anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good on you, Mark. So, <laughs> so Mark, we, you, you, me, and the rest of uh, the world are going to have to see what goes on there. You, you uh, know, can I just say something to Mark, though? I mean, the teams are... All of the teams are phenomenally talented, mm. right? Mm. You know, with just the what they've been able to achieve and do and build in such a short time, um, it's just phenomenal. The teams will get the teams will make the cars good. The teams, yes, there's going to be lobbying from the Camaro side and from the Ford side. We all understand that, of course. Um, you know, so then it's up to supercars to try to, you know, make it right. But the teams will make their bit and, and, and do their bit. They'll put on the show. They'll make the cars good. They'll do everything they can. Um, and then, you know, after that, yeah, it is up to supercars. But as mm-hmm. a, as a, I'd be very, very surprised if we have any more as in mechanical failures than maybe two or three, maybe, you know, tops at Newcastle. I'd be very surprised because the teams okay. are very professional. So, um, but having said that, you know, I'm not talking about breakages or whatever. I'm talking they're all very capable of putting the cars on the grid with no gremlins and issues, but you, we'll see what happens after that. Do you know what the worst thing will be for supercars come Newcastle next week, Stevie J? The worst result possible? In regard to, you know, anything the in regard to these cars, anything, it will be if there's 10 Camaros in the top in the, 10. In the top or, 10, correct, yes. That will be shocking. If yep. they go out there and they break and they fail or whatever, they're going to cop it in the neck. Of course they are. But it's going to be a bigger hit in the in the kick in the canasters if there is a dominating brand. Yep. That will look appallingly bad for our sport if that happens. And the problem that they, they face too is they can't just let it go for the first you know, third of the year, the first four rounds, because by then Mm-mm. there's not, you know, whether it be Ford or whether it be um, the Camaro teams, whoever it is, I'm not, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm generally here on this show. I'm not biased. Whichever no. one it is, mm. they can't let it go for that long. They need to act straight away if there is a clear discrepancy in the two, yep. because Indeed. otherwise you may as well rule half of the, half of the teams and half of the field out of the championship hunt. It's going to be fascinating. Hey, boys, Rob the Ranger from Camden, our regular. He's part of the team almost. Good on you, Robbie. He says, awesome to have you guys back for another year. So much happening in the world of motorsport. So really looking forward to sharing it with you three Pelicans. Oh. Oh. Good on you. Good on you, Rob. Rob. Thanks, Thanks for jumping back Rob, on board. Rob, you crap. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. Oh, the Pelican. Hey, you, well, that's, that's oh now about, I get oh I'm, I'm, oh my god penny has Nibsy. just dropped the penny has just oh, dropped dear. just like like what <laughs> there we go <laughs> you with us there Nimsy or you're still on Perth time <laughs> anyway we're all good um, where am I Greg from Upper Coomera Todd is the hardest working bloke up and down pit lane for his sponsors and fans kudos to you Todd let's hope twenty three is a cracker for you yeah I agree uh, Greg from Upper Coomera I agree. yeah he, he look, works I agree. damn hard. He does sell sausages. Used to sell. I don't know if he does anymore, but sell sausages at Bunnings to fund his uh, motorsport activity. So good for you, mate. Yep. Hey, heaven on earth, having the driver's seat back for 2023, boys. Oh, that's a good start. Yeah. Stevie J with two from three wins in TCM in Tassie. Are you officially locked in for the full season? Also, what drew you and Jet to Nissan for Super Three this year? 
Over to you, yeah. big boy. Oh, thanks, mate. This is here. We go. I want to know this too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not officially locked in for the year. Um, we we always I said to to Russell and 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 Julie Hancock, who own the car and the, and the team, that we'll do Tassie, we'll do Newcastle, and then we'll just reassess and see how we go. But um, you know, if I can get everything else off track with regard mm. to Jed and all the stuff that we've been doing there um, happening okay and, and feel that I've got enough time, then, yeah, absolutely, I, I would like to do the full season. So we'll see how we go. We'll reassess after Newcastle, um, but that would be nice. And also, um, for Jet going Nissan for Super 3, um, it, honestly, it was our um, – we had a great option to, to team up um, you know, with Kelly Racing, Todd Kelly, mm-hmm. um, and you'll see. Young some, Mason's doing. Oh, uh, Young Mason. Yeah. You know, he's been testing, mm-hmm. so we'll uh, we'll we'll see. You know, see what happens in the coming days. But he's been testing, and and he's been racing Mark cars and all sorts of stuff. So turned eighteen Monday. So okay. um, yeah. So just Todd. Todd rang me um, after we did the Matty White test, um, and and to be honest, we didn't have the budget to go straight to a Matty White to run the car. Mm-hmm. It was just out of our out of our scope of what we were able to to fund yep. you know with re- regard right. to our sponsors so but doing it the way we're doing it um with todd he's given us an awesome deal and um preparing it out of his his shop um in melbourne and um yeah it's it's really been fantastic i'm actually down that's what that's another reason why i'm down here now Nimsy. apart mm-hmm. from seeing you <laughs> yeah. i have been down here working hands-on <laughs> with my man benny Leeds from team johnson um in preparing the nissan at, at uh Todd's facility and um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been a busy few uh, few weeks for us and and not only that, um, I'm staying down again tomorrow, which I should have been going home because we've uh, settled on a new house and and my wife's not going to have to move the house tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Sorry, honey. Stephen Johnson. <laughs> Bree Johnson, I'll say it here live on air. You are the most patient woman on the planet. Do I need to go around with my trailer? And help your wife. No, you we've got, it got all a removalist. Right on, good. Just wanted, well, I just wanted to make sure. Your trailer wouldn't fit our couch. No, true. That's very true. That's very <laughs> and true. And we haven't got a big couch. Hey, look, we've, we'll get big to... Big TV, though. We'll, <laughs> you should see the TV. We will get to a lot more of your texts in just a moment here on the driver's seat because they are coming in thick and fast. A big thank you. I do want to, before we go to the break, I do want to give a shout-out to Zach in Canberra who has texted in. And you can do so as well. 0433981116 is the text message number. Keep your text messages coming in. Thank you, Frank. Uh, I love this one. Calling it now. All three of those mechanical problems next weekend will be Team 18 steering issues because, of course, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> you don't, I wouldn't be buying a Powerball ticket there, Zach. That's a, I think we all saw that one covered. Well, the odds are very short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll take a quick break. Back with more of the driver's seat and your text as well. Give us a text. 0433 98 11 16 is our number. But we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. That's going to take a while to get used to. (laughs) (laughs) Back with more after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We are back for 2023. It is the driver's seat. Matt McKeldin, Stephen Johnson here in the studio with us. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. 0433 98 11 16 is our number. Get your texts coming through. 
Um, this one from Adam in Wollongong. G'day, lads. Great to hear your dulcet tones once again. What do you make of the parody saga? It's an indictment on the sport that the global director of the last actively engaged manufacturer has to go to the media to seemingly get their concerns addressed. I know the cost would probably be exorbitant, but surely shipping the cars to the US to take advantage of a rolling road wind tunnel we worth avoiding all the drama. Seriously, having the cars run up and down an airfield in 2023 is pretty agricultural. Ooh. Adam mm. from Wollongong. Adam from Wollongong, stop making sense. <laughs> uh, Not yeah, just I, I, sense, 100% sense. I cannot, can, I can't disagree with that, Stevie J. No. Seven days before the kickoff of the most, apparently, the most competitive supercar, uh, sorry, the most competitive touring car category in of our world, we're still having a bitch fight about parody when yep. it comes to weight and it comes to aero and engine mapping and all. It is absolutely embarrassing, I think, to us as a sport, yep. both nationally and internationally. And Stevie J, you'd know better than me about wind tunnels and rolling roads. Does Roger Penske have one of those in his palace over in the US? Surely, if he does, we could have booked time to get the cars over there. Yeah, But we couldn't have because not even the aerodynamics of the car, the body shapes and all that sort of stuff have been fi finally finalised, I think, only in the last couple of weeks. So it's just... Yeah, yeah but, know. you know, uh, yeah. I don't know, where, where do you go with this, you know, because mm. they were meant to race at the start of last year. So um, yeah. you know, I'm sure if they made a program and said, right, in August of 2022, we are going to America, we are doing this, Mm. Camaro teams, you the homologation team, you need to have three options of aero and and obviously Mustang teams, you have to have three options of aero mm -hmm. to take over and we'll do the test and you know it's all going to be done you know as it should like they did with the car of the future in the NASCAR. So yes. Um and that's what should have happened, you know what I mean? And then that would have put a rocket up everybody saying, you know, I mean there's teams that have turned up with front, but like front splitters, front bars, um, which are not even the same, nowhere near the same as what the homologated, the the what was proposed for the homologated part. Wow! When they all thought like totally different, and I'm talking totally different, and uh, wow. so to the extent that they actually move when they touch the ground in, in with springs and things. So that's been squashed. Oh, yes, I did see that. There was like a, a like a little damper yep. on the inside, a, a, like a, just, a, a damper mechanism on the inside so that when it flexed and went down on the ground, it sucked it back up again. Yeah, exactly. So it didn't actually, you know, hit the ground hard like a, a solid spoiler would do and then, you know, obviously take weight off the front wheels and there's so many advantages to it. But anyway, so anyway. Um, you only get that sort of um, – you know, you only get that sort of knowledge of that sort of stuff from, you know, I don't know, designing LMP1 cars. <laughs> <laughs> and who designed an LMP1 I know, car, no Steve idea. Johnson? Oh, and know, who, might, who Porsche, might work for? Porsche. Porsche, a Porsche one, are you saying? Yeah, and Porsche, where does, yeah. does that engineer work for one of our teams? Oh, maybe, oh, I don't know. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, anyway. uh, Mark from Merrigam, I, I will touch on this because I'm sure there's lots of questions being asked and I'm, I'm hoping that we just answered some of the details, but guys, can you please give some more detail on the new deal between supercars and SEN and what does it all mean? Right. So um, we, we're not in a position right now, Mark, to be quite honest, to 
to reveal all of the details. Brackets because we don't know. Um, well, <laughs> as, as, as in, like <laughs> us, us as as the as the driver said. Look, there are to, there are stuff in place, but I can yeah. say yeah. that you will be getting some live content. Yes, from us uh, on the Sunday, mm. possibly. Yeah. Yes. Which would be good. Put it this it, way. Hmm. I'm going to have to set an alarm clock on my Sunday mornings. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. But <laughs> How good's an alarm clock <laughs> on your one day off? Yeah, really looking forward to that. But what I can tell you, Mark, from Erigum, is that even though SEN are now the proud AM partners of the Supercar Championship Series, we will still be very independent as a motorsport program and we'll kick supercars when we need to kick supercars. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. So Stevie J and I, as we are doing right now, shaking our heads seven days before the start of, as I said earlier, the most competitive and most professional supposed uh, uh, touring car class in the world, um, we will give them a kick if we need to give them a kick. But more details to come. Watch this space, Mark. But, yes, you won't have to necessarily be listening to Scaife and Crompton if you don't want to. Yeah, mm, and, and you will be able to get uh, live commentary of the Supercars round, which is good. We're, we're giving it back to the fans. Uh, yeah. That's that's exactly <laughs> what Hutchie told me to say. Um, we're taking it back to the fans, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> not um, behind a paywall. Just download the driver's seat app or the SEM app and you'll be there. Exactly, and you'll be able mm. to get straight into it. Quickly, before we get to a break, because we're going to talk about uh, these enduro pairings, things like that, um, we touched a little bit beforehand of uh, Stevie's antics in the um, the Mustang at Race Tasmania, but the other mm. big story that came out of there that was actually getting a fair bit of traction mm. was the massive shunt involving Ben Grice and James Simpson. Now, big, this big. This is something you never like to see, Stevie. And I've got to say, kudos to the designers of those TA two cars because the fact that both those guys were able to basically walk out of that wreck mm. was mm. pretty insane. Yeah, that was a like the. I was actually up on top of the pit building, obviously because I was there um, racing, but uh, but also on the uh, on the cans for jet, on the, too, on the well. cans for jet, and it, that was a scary moment. Not only because of the impact, and just I could I could just literally see it unfolding, you know, and and also um, as a dad, you know, right on the left hand side of James Simpson when he hit was jet, like it was that was side by side when he hit, so. Um, I could see it all happening. I didn't want to get on the radio to him. I just said, stay left. Mm -hmm. Um, and I could see Grice, uh, he'd had an issue coming down into the last corner and, and I, he's had quite a few gearbox issues in his time in, in TA2 and Trans Am. And, um, uh, it looks like he'd had another one of them and he had no drive. So, um, he tried to, I guess he tried to continue around the track, hoping that he could get a gear and continue to go because he drove, he rolled past pit entry. But, you know, unfortunately with that track, he, he was a little bit in, he was probably nearly a car width in from the right hand side of the track to mm -hmm. the left. Mm -hmm. So he could have been a full car width further to the right. That's such a fast left hand corner where he, as he was, where he was rolling to was basically the exit of the, nearly the exit of the mm. road. Right. All right. So on a normal race line, you, you wouldn't quite be as wide as him, but you would be You're definitely, sort of heading that way. you were heading that way. And, and I'm not saying that you would have cleared him like on a normal line, you would have still hit him. Mm. You know what I mean? You had to still stay tight to miss him. Um, the problem that James had was, is James had, had buggered up the corner before he'd gone a bit wide. And um, a car got passed, and Jet was behind the car that passed James. So Jet was able to get up James's left-hand side as well. So not only does James have 
a car that's just passed him in front of him. He's got Jet beside him on the left, so he's having to keep looking left to make sure he's got enough room there for Jet. Plus, these cars are left-hand drive too, remember? So you've yep. got a, you've, they're, they're two metres wide. So where you're sitting, there's a metre and a half to your right of car. So with the car in front, Jet to his left, him looking left, there was really no no chance of him was sitting to, dark, to, basically, see, yeah. Um, yeah. to see Benny Grice going slow where he was, you know? So yeah. um, And your eyes are left. And your like eyes are left because the eyes, car, yeah. He's got his eyes on Jet Johnson and yep. he's got his eyes looking uh, to the exit, not necessarily when he's popped out. There's, uh, there's yeah. poor old Benny. Unfortunately, it was literally the perfect storm, you yeah, know, with mm. if he didn't bugger up the corner before, and I know this is all sliding doors, but if he didn't bugger up the corner before, they probably all would have gone through that corner single file and missed Benny Grice and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So, but it was just unfortunate that they were two by two, yep. um, they were racing, and Benny was not quite over all the way to the right. Mm. You know, maybe he was looking down, maybe he's trying to figure out what's going on with the gearbox. You know, that sort of stuff. Yep. Whatever on the, on, the, on the horn of the, the crew yeah. talking. And, and I know people people have been messaging on the thing saying we didn't see any yellow flags. Well. You don't see a yellow flag because there wasn't an incident. Mm -hmm. You only see a yellow flag when there's a when car there's an spun actual or an actual yeah. car off. Mm -hmm. What would have should have been shown was a white flag, but that wouldn't have done anything anyway because it was literally it all happened so fast mm -hmm. that it just it was like I said, it's it a was perfect storm. He was already he committed, was in. and he the reason committed. it rolled over is, and I'm I'm so glad that he hit where he hit. Benny's got a sore back, like it's gone all the way up to nearly the back where the back roll hoop where the seat is. Mm -hmm. um, if it had hit any square in the back, it would have probably ruptured the fuel cell and there would have been probably a massive fire because it missed the fuel cell, luckily. <laughs> so it, 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 when you look at it, the, the right-hand front wheel of James's car has basically hit the left-hand rear wheel of, of Benny Grice's car. Mm. And like a go-kart, it's hit the wheel and flicked up in the air and gone on its roof. It looked like, like you know those, remember the old Hot Wheels when they used to have the loop? That's yep. what it looked like happened. It was just, it was crazy. <laughs> and, the th and the thing is too, I reckon that there's a lot of people that have, you know, given their thoughts and stuff like that. And you're actually at the track, Steve, so that's why it's good that you can give this insight. When you watch the replay on Stan Sport and you see it in super slow motion and this yep. and that, you've got all the time in the world at home on the couch to go, oh, well, why didn't he do that? Why didn't he do that? Watch that in real time. Yep. And... Split it's a different stuff. story. It's it is a different story. It's completely different. And yep. you'd know too, uh, Maddie, actually having driven one of those TO2 cars, mm. replays yeah. replays mm. make it look like you've got enough time to have a cup of tea and, you know, put the cigarette lighter in. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and particularly also when you're involved in the midst of a battle because mm -hmm. – um, the, you know, the, the, the two cars, Jet and Simpson, they were like, they were having a ding dong battle. So, yep. um, Simpson was simply trying to size up exactly where Jet yep. was and he was going to be. And from what I understand, Stevie J, when Simpson went over, it was so close to Jet that Simpson's wing end plate actually took a chunk out of the rear right of Jet's car. So it was yep. bloody lucky yep. on all fronts. And you said it right, Nimsy. These Howe Motorsport chassis from the United States that are that are imported by PBR yep. here in Queensland and distributed out to TA2 and to Trans Am guys, good for them because yep. that is a pretty safe race car. When you think of what I went through, yep. we saw one go over down the fence at Bathurst a couple of years ago with Hollinger, and now we've seen that one, and all four of us guys are all still walking around and racing again. Thank God that those cars are built the way they are. So mm. yep. I'm, I'm pretty happy to be in mine and... And, um, but, uh, but, you know, tough break for yep. both Simpson and for Grice. And I know we've got to go, Nimsy, but just quickly too, there's been a lot of people saying, why did it take your recovery people so long to get onto the track? Yep. And that's, that's all, that's no good. You know what? I can tell people don't understand that 
the recovery people are not allowed to go onto the track until the race director has got the race under control yep. and so that they're safe. There's no point in them jumping the fence if there's still cars barreling around that corner at 200 k's an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So uh, well, we, they, saw in, we saw in Japan with Formula One drivers. Exactly, exactly. So they've done so. the right thing uh, in waiting to go, yep, the track is, is not hot anymore, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All the fields under control and going slow. Now you can get out there, you know. Um, and obviously, it's a different story if there's there's other stuff happening. But um, you, know, you know, they're under direction too as well. And we've got to keep our our recovery people as safe as what we keep oh, our course. drivers. Yeah, hundred percent. The last thing you want to do is like completely make the situation even worse. Yep. But um, it, as you sort of mentioned though, Matty, it is great to see like just how well these race cars are built. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, it is all. We're all trying to beat the other dude, but at the same time, yep. you want to go home to your families at the end of it, don't you? Yeah, and yep. that, that's all, as I say, that's all how motorsport in the United States and PBR and Peter Robinson here in Queensland for choosing that spec and bringing those cars in and keeping them updated to the latest safety spec and good on them because, uh, yeah, we're all still getting around. So good on your PBR and good on your owl. Uh, 0433 98 11 16 is our number if you want to get in touch on the driver's seat. We want to talk about Enduros because when the news broke, mm. there was two words that were said Throughout social media, <laughs> and they were nice, Gary. <laughs> so, so we'll give the people what they want. We'll talk enduros for twenty twenty three next on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Before we start talking Enduros, I want to quickly get to a text message that's come in. 0433 98 11 16 is the number. Add your names to it too because uh, we, we love your, our regulars that always come on board, but uh, we don't know your numbers. So <laughs> just add your name at the end because this one's come through. Gents, not sure if I dialed the number correctly or not. Listen every week to the podcast from the east coast of Canada. On holidays in Australia and catching the show live for the first time. Normally a 15-hour time difference, but been following supercars closely since 04 when I attended uni in Sydney. First time back. Show is always a great way to start my Thursday. Keep up the great work. How good is that? That's very cool. East coast from Canada. But he's here on holidays. He's here on holidays, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So, yeah, whoever that is, shout out to you. Would love to know your name, but shout out to you and thank you so much for your support. And yes, you did get the number correctly. That's yes. <laughs> so well done. And you can and even you, there are, and you can send all of that in one text rather than one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. Please. <laughs> and there's the peek behind the curtain, folks. Well done. That's um, very cool. Even there are some days that I feel like I'm on a fifteen hour time difference with everybody too. Did we find out what was that fella's name from England? Did we find we're talking about that? I know, but it'd be really cool. Because you pointed that out, Maddie. It's just yeah. so cool to have these listeners from Canada, from England, from, you know, we're, we're worldwide. Yeah. Obviously. We are worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Thanks to Kubota, <laughs> we are worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, well, it's, 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 it says New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, that's Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah. That's right. Every song. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Uh, Matt White. <laughs> Matt White, <laughs> White. Uh, is the uh, is our <laughs> chap in the UK. You're right, oh, Matt. Yes. 
Good on you, Matty. <laughs> um, Matty White. Let's quickly talk about the Enduros because uh, for the first time since 2019, we're going to have multiple Enduros. Mm, um, how good. The Sandown 500 Very is good. back. The Bathurst mm. 1000, obviously, will have a lead-in for the first time since 2019. Two driver races, 300 points up for grabs now. Over the holidays, Triple Eight announced Richie Stanaway will join the team alongside SVG. Jamie, you'd assume, will be back with Brock Feeney. Walking to Andretti United recruited Lee Holdsworth back along with Chaz Mossett. Fabs that was a no-brainer. Will be that was always going to happen. Up, again, up, up with uh, Nick Perkat in the team with the best hair that you'll ever see in a Ford Mustang. <laughs> um, and uh, Jack Perkins will return for a third season with Will Brown and Erebus. David Russell, who raced with Brady Kostecki last year, has been rumoured to return as mm-hmm. well. Garth Tander locked in at Penrite Racing but is yet to uh, be allocated to a car. DJR announced that uh, I wrote announced. Can, can, I, can I shed <laughs> some light on that too. subject? Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen Garth Tander and David Reynolds side by side? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what? And there is, there is a stipulation on how big you're allowed to make an insert. So I can't see that happening. Matt Payne, have you ever seen Garth Tander next to Matt Payne? Yeah, they're they're, fair, very they're much closer. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, my yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah right. Good. It is Can't funny. Put a fiver on that. It's <laughs> funny because I've seen that photo of uh, Garth Tander and David Reynolds at the Bend Motorsport. You know when it, when it first happened, yep. they're doing that then, mm-hmm. and it looks like the cover of Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Although to be fair, I don't think Garth Tander looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger apart from the height department. Yeah, because he's he he looks more Garth Jim looks Carrey. Like, yeah, Garth it looks like he skips nine out of ten meals. I reckon. <laughs> As opposed so to he's me. opposite to me. Yeah. <laughs> he's Did a someone say KFC? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes, um, GT, uh, obviously, <laughs> driving for the first time in his career, a Ford. Have you, have you, have you, have you driven a Ford? Driven a Ford? I believe the answer is yes for GT. But um, uh, oh, Did you see that Sebastian, his son, is... Uh, is part of the part Grove of the Grove Grove family. Yeah, it's funny that. Aren't well, you? that's why he would have gone there, wouldn't he? Oh, duh. <laughs> <He'd have to. laughs> no, like, no, not not Can Sebastian. Can like a pocket shop? <laughs> <laughs> not Sebastian. I mean GT. Because right. let's be that's honest, all, he's, yeah. he's won everything. So yeah. now he's gone. He's obviously the the Groves. It's not who, the let's only be thing. Be honest. Though. If mm. they if if Stephen Grove tripped over his wallet, he'd break a toe. He's got a big wallet, <laughs> right? So that's you'd... what holds a transporter in its parking <laughs> bay. <laughs> 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 and the parking bay's on a 45 degree angle. <laughs> now, now, as we were. Uh, so did, you'd imagine, sorry, Nimsy, you'd imagine that, that that discussion went, hey, are you locked in at Red Bull for next year, Garth? And he went, nope. And he went, okay, see this wheelbarrow full of Charlie Ash, big cash. And a possibility yep. for your young fella to join the team. Do you reckon you might want to come and have a go at Grove? Uh, exactly uh, right. Yep. Exactly right, man. Because when he walked in there for that interview, that's exactly what he heard. He did not hear this. <laughs> there's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. Oh, Caruso was there too. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Now, um, now DJ announced that uh, Tony Dalberto and Alex Davison will form an unchanged lineup for this year's Enduros. Uh, Tony D will pair with uh, Anton Di Pasquale. And speaking of uh, Robbo, Richie Stanaway and David Caruso spun out on lap one. 
Caruso's day went from bad to worse when he crashed heavily into the tyre barrier, thanks to a shunt from Anton de Pasquale. Oh, can I, a little side note to that. <laughs> yep. Someone asked me the other day, we were talking generally around the, who will be the voice of SEN moving forward for, for supercars. And um, I actually said there's a guy called David Caruso. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. A... <laughs> Not Michael Caruso. I just went full straight into Fox Sports news presenter, David, David Caruso. Caruso. What um, a goose. Now, here's, here's another one. Uh, so, yeah, that um, – and Tickford. Tickford announced yes. that uh, they will have an all a, a relatively new look lineup because uh, – Tyler Everingham will be joining the returning James Moffat and Zach Best for the Enduros. But someone who last drove one of these. And unfortunately. Nothing for the old Garrity. But thankfully, thankfully. Excellent start. Gary Jacobson will be making his supercars return in Tickford's new look Enduro lineup. No! <laughs> so, uh, so oh, look, I'm really glad because we we were. I think we said it last year, Stevie J. We were a little bit worried about Gaz. He'd kind of fallen off the planet once yeah. he'd been given the Tijuana brass out of uh, out of Premier, and we we're thinking, my goodness, Where like he's he gone. Like he's he wasn't answering quiet. phone calls. He just went to the ground, and yeah. and he's come back, you know, triumphant in the team that he won the Super 2 championship with. So, Gaz, it's great to have you back, mate, and I hope you have a really, really good run because you are a ripper bloke, and I hope that you show a few folk what you're capable of because this is your chance, brother. I'm also – I actually like that he just sort of went to ground. He's like, you know what? I don't need yep. to say anything. Just Classy. Yeah. We'll, we'll just, we'll was just classy. leave it as be. But, uh, yeah, that yep. looks like um, – as I said, the basically the only lineups that are still with a big question mark on it are Team 18, Brad Jones Racing, uh, Premier Racing, Matt Stone Racing, and BRT uh, mm. with unannounced co-driver lineups. Although big question is, for me. Yes. Where's Chris, Chris Bither going? Because I, <laughs> I thought when the Coca-Cola money went to Erebus, Chris would have been a, an instant in there, but I don't think it's going to be. So mm. where is Crispy? Where's Warren Luff going to be? Wildcard. Yeah, wild yeah, wild mm. I reckon. Yeah, so lots to play out in the endurance season stakes, I think. Still, Nimsy boy? Yeah, still a fair few question marks going on, which is mm. good to see. But uh, it is good to see the Sandown 500 back uh, where it should be in the traditional spot before Bathurst. So good to see. But um, we're going to be dusting off our crystal balls in just a moment. So uh, get your predictions coming through as well. Oh, yeah. I better go get mine. <laughs> I haven't seen him for three months. <laughs> Some would say I haven't seen him for four years. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there it is, folks. <laughs> the not You need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take a quick break. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It is the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Uh, it is time for a driver's seat tradition where we look ahead. But before we do that, we'll get to our text messages first. Uh, it's great to see Gary return. Don't get me wrong, but I'm honestly more excited by young Tyler Everingham getting a shot in a front-running car. Always been towards the front in Super 2 and deserves the big opportunity. That's from Zach in Canberra. Mm -hmm. And True. Dave has gone and said, maybe if supercars can't get the parody right with the new Mustang, might be time to bring back the AU Falcon. 
Ian Falcon! <laughs> oh, classic. And look who's back. Mm. Tommy! There we go. Welcome back, gents. Miss Nimsy over the summer. But after the confirmation this week of Jet doing Super 3, it's going to be a super busy year as he hopefully builds to a successful racing career. How many weekends away do you have this year, Stevie J? <laughs> oh, Tommy, don't ask, mate. In, in your new, Come on. Who's going to mow the lawns in your new palace? I've only just, I've only just, yeah, exactly. I've only just, my wife's only just started speaking to me after 38 weeks away last year. <laughs> We I blame think... all this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing, and yeah. people are just doing it everywhere. <laughs> Thirty-eight weeks, Stevie. Yeah, Johnson. but that's not just racing; that's all the other work. No, that's work. Too, but yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that was me wow. last year. Um, but yes, wow. is that time of the year? It's a it's a yearly tradition here on the driver's seat where we put our hands, uh, delve into the drawer, <laughs> have a bit of a rustle. <laughs> Have a bit of a Russell Ingle. Grab the cloth, give him a shine up, give him a <laughs> polish, give him a shine, uh, and dust off these. Now, these crystal ball predictions are normally quite accurate. They're just slightly delayed. Uh, for example, uh, in 2018, Matty Mack went and said that Bryce Full would win the Super 2 Championship, and he did. Mm. In 2019, mm-hmm. uh, Steve in 2018 also said that Max Verstappen would win an F1 championship, and he did. And do you know what? In I 2021 reckon, and 2022. But that's, I reckon yeah. the big man was in on that too, Nimsy. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Big dick. I was. reckon the big dick was saying in 2018 that uh, Maxi Verstappen would win it too. And I think I said to him, "What have you been smoking?" <laughs> you did, did I say? I think I did. I think you did. I really I think, I think I did. you did. Oops. Uh, but um, oh, Verstappen on the inside of Vettel. See, those were the good old days. But before we mm. dust off our crystal balls, we ask you to get your balls out and give us some of your predictions. Uh, How so old we'll, are we? So, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, so we had a hot, we had a stack of responses coming through on our mm. socials at Drivers Seat Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to get amongst it, but uh, Bryn. Mm. Uh, went and said, it has to be Waters and Moffat with ADP and Tony D coming home second and Frosty rounding out the podium. Um, mm, Zach, Zach says, Cam Waters is due a Bathurst win sooner rather than later. The guy's Very been, true, the Zachary. guy has been on the podium the last one, four years. So mm. uh, Shane says, don't care as long as it's a Mustang. Uh, Benny says, going pl- to play it safe and say, Chaz Mostert and Lee Holdsworth will get another one, closely followed by SVG and Richie. And then my wild card will be Brody Kostecki, especially if he ends up doing some NASCAR rounds like he's spoken about. Uh, Vanda says, it's too soon to tell. It's a long race and anything can happen, but I can't wait to be there for the 60th anniversary of this mighty event. Good on you, Vanda. Can I just interrupt there and say that uh, after seven years of doing this, that name, Vanda... Katan Zariti mm. is possibly one of the best names we've had. Oh, it's it's top Vanda shelf. Vanda Zariti. It is. What a what a beauty. It's up there. And uh, one from Shane, as there is 16-odd co-driver seats to fill, look for a fan favourite to pop back into the sport. David Thexton and Jack Smith BJR combo. It's the dream team we want. <laughs> Shane Oss, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Unless the world tips off its axis, we won't see David Thexton or Jack Smith uh, on the top step at podium of Bathurst. Could be a big prank. You never know. Well, He's in the fence. The bones in the fence. They're all in the fence. 
I'm talking all was in he, the fence. You raced against David Thexton, did you not, Stephen Johnson? I did. I did. Was he was he was he a good bloke? I don't know, David. He was a very good bloke. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. How would he look he in, about in, this... in an SCT logistics race suit? Oh, hmm. no. Well. <laughs> he, he had about the same size wallet when he started supercars as the Groves, did he not? <laughs> may, oh, I don't know if he was that. You know, I, I think Wasn't he maybe thing? just could keep his car on the hill, not a truck, but right. um, but he but yeah, in the end, he didn't have anything. Right, let's get a crack, David, and that's what we love about you. Right, let's you, let's have a look at some of our winners. So we'll start off with you, Maddie. Predictions, predictions, please. Who do you think will take out the Bathurst One Thousand in our brand spanking new cars? I've looked deep into my balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen much. This is such an open field now because of the new cars, right? Yep. You would hope by Bathurst that cream's risen to the top and all that kind of stuff. I am going to say, at the risk of sounding like a bigger numpty than I already am, I'm going to say someone from Brad Jones is going to win it this year. And I think Ooh. it's, I reckon, it's a it's an absolute smoky, but I think Andre Hairdryer. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing all right. But I think Stevie J, surely someone from Brad Jones is due a win. Surely. At the Bathurst 1000? Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, they have had some mega results there and they have been unlucky. Mm. So uh, if mm. anyone, I, I think, you know, if anyone's going to do it out of that stable, it's going to be Andre. Yes. It'll be Andre. Andre has been the absolute spearhead for that team. And he was the mm. far, he was one of the fastest on the, on the test day too, in the, uh, in the Camaro. And goes good at Bathurst mm. when he, yeah. when there's not a shunt or his, his co-driver doesn't break it. Goes all right. <laughs> It's broken. It's broken. Yes, Lando. Much like your decision-making <laughs> processes for where you'd like to drive Formula One. But um, anyway, uh, Steve, your decision for the Bathurst One Thousand. I'm going to say uh, ADP's um, due a bit of luck there, so I'm mm-hmm. going to say Anton Di Pasquale and Tony D because Tony D is always solid. Yeah, he is. He's had a he's had a, a bit of Rock. success with with Fabs there as well with Correct. the podium. Yep. It's a good combo. It is a good combo. I mean, that's after you know we talk about a year when we're going to have potentially upheaval with the new car. To have mm-hmm. a combination like DJR have got, I think is is strong. Yeah, continuity very yeah. much so. And and yeah, the, and he's still driving too. Like he's still doing the full TCR championship, so he's mm. still sharp. You mm. know, he's still out there racing actively. So um, you know, and I think that he has done a good job in the past. Years. We should mention too, TD with the number one on the door yep. uh, in the Honda. Mm. Looking quite nice there. But um, we're going to continue on with our crystal ball protect- predictions. 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 Oh, he's in the fence for the first oh, time. Boy. You were doing so well. You ruined your too. track record there. Never call us again, please. <laughs> Never in your life. <laughs> you were doing really well, Nimsy. Mm. I was proud of you for the first half of your stint tonight. Mm. And mm. then whack. Unfortunately. Uh, mm. Just and, then, and, then, and then his starter motor crapped itself. <laughs> <laughs> it, it all happened after I played this. It's broken. It's broken. Uh, that was the curse. Damn you, Lando. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It's that time of the year where we delve into the drawers and dig out our balls, our crystal balls. 
I've been doing that joke for seven years, and uh, it's, oh, gonna, no. it's not going to get old. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we went through our Bathurst predictions before the break, so now we're going to have a look at uh, your thoughts over who will win the Drivers' Championship, because we do got to say that there has been an enormous amount of support uh, for the from the driver's seat army and our fans, so we couldn't do it without you. You can mm. get us round the clock if you're not listening to us live on the radio. You can text us, um, obviously during the show, but you can jump on our socials at Drivers Seat Show on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and this is where we've got some of these comments. Uh, Rob says, "Surely it's Cam Waters time." Uh, uh, Matt says, I'm hoping Chazzy gives SVG a run for his money and Todd Hazelwood for top five in the championship. He deserves some chocolates this year. Mm. Uh, Michael says, SVG, Smokey will be Andre Heimgartner. Go the Kiwis. Hoping to see Matt Payne battling up the front too. Uh, Shane says, ADP to bounce back and win the title and Grove announced Jet Johnson wildcard for the bend. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Not to oh, put too much pressure oh, on you, Stevie J. That's uh, a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Um, I don't know about that one, Shane. Uh, Shane, uh, a different Shane, uh, our, one of our top fans, Shane Tanner has said, Jack Smith is the champ and the Smokey will be SVG. He really needs to step up this year. <laughs> He's all, Shane Tanner is, I think, also Shane, who was the original supplier of my road Mustang. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's good on you, Shane. Cl- clearly, he's a big top fan. Recently, yeah, recently used, I might say, in a uh, or soon to be released Chicane Tools commercial. Ooh, was the red Mustang. There you go. So if you see the Chicane Tools must, uh, ad and you see the red Mustang, Matty Max. There old. you go. Um, well, let's get into our predictions for the Supercars Championship. So we'll start off uh, with you, Stevie. Who do you reckon? Like, it's it's. A, I know it's a brand new year, but um, the smart money would be a certain S Van Gisbergen uh, would yep. be the, the hot price favourite. Yeah, I think we none of us are allowed to vote for him. Is that correct? Oh, no, no. We can uh, vote well, for him. you can if you want. No, to. I mean it's no, boring. We should, AF, but because I'm, I'm not. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually going to go for Will Davison. Well, okay, right. Oh, so we're looking at the at the moment we're looking at the DJR double, mm. the Bathurst one thousand, and the ADP. Uh, so the ADP Bathurst one thousand. Yep. And the Will Davison Championship. Wouldn't that be good? And big congratulations, of course, to the Davisons. Oh as yeah, well, of course. Uh, for the announcement of they're expecting a a wee Davison, a little yeah. baby Davison. Good on you, Rihanna. Good on you, Will. Yeah, so that's some fantastic news for them. Good news, absolutely. What about so, you, Manny? Championship-wise, I keep saying it, and I'll keep saying it until it happens, but I think this is the best Cam opportunity. No. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I was talking while you are interrupting. Go ahead. So, what did you say? Cam- I was just trying to see if, if I could get in first with what no, you were no, no. thinking. I, I want Chaz to win it. I yep. think Chaz is talented enough, and I think with the cars having a reset this year, I'm really hoping that Chaz Mostert wins it. Yeah. I, I just think he's due... As is Cam Waters, Stevie J, totally. Yeah. If I, if either of those boys win it, um, it will be a huge coup. And I'd like to see that because if we if it's the usual team up front, okay, that's fine. If that's what it has to be, that's what it'll have to be. But if we get a, a WAU or an FPR driver fighting for the championship, mm-hmm. as long as well as a DJR and a Triple Eight or whatever, that's going to mean we've had a barnstorming season. Yep. Well, you can say it cl- clearly, like obviously, um. The fact that they swapped over to Mustangs, like it's 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 mm. something that I, I, the the gravity of it is pretty huge. And I know that Holden hasn't existed for a couple of years, but the fact that the factory Holden team 
that started off as the factory Holden team and has had so much success in, you know, the scafy years and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, driving Holdens and it's such an iconic, like, you know, when you think H like Clayton supercars squad, like every time, mm. like it's actually quite funny cause I actually live, I could see the new Walkinshaw building from my apartment. Uh, it's like absolute top notch facility. Yeah, looking very sharp. Uh, they yeah, do okay. keep a lot of those ZBs out the front. You know the show cars. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, it does look. It, it does stand out like uh, the dog's bollocks. But um, uh, going back, going back to what I was sort of saying, the fact that they made this huge jump to go with Ford shows that okay, look, we want to win championships. We don't just. And I'm not saying that every team that picked a Camaro is just going to follow Triple Eight all the way. You know. Uh, down a procession session, but like the fact that Ryan Walkinshaw said, no, okay, I'll, I need to make a big change here if we want to get up the front, like says a lot. And I reckon you're right, Maddie. Like Chaz mm-hmm. has got all the weaponry he needs mm-hmm. to become a champion. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's mentally strong. He's clearly got talent. The car probably hasn't been as consistent as what he needs to be able to put a championship together. But as I say, with this new car, I'm hoping that WA have screwed together a good enough sled mm-hmm. for him to be able to do it. And um, wouldn't it be great? Can you imagine the celebration, Stevie J, if Chazzy Mozzie wins the championship? It'll be huge. It would be huge. It would be huge. And a great party. And I'd love to be invited to that party. <laughs> Thank you, Chaz. That'd be huge. Oh, uh, invites <laughs> to be sent to uh, Kira yes. Level 5, yes. 111 Coventry Street. Don't uh, forget I know where you live, Chaz. And if I see the lights on and they're flashing blue, right, yellow and orange, I'm coming in. <laughs> um, just quickly. Well, now we'll go into the Super 2 grid a little bit later mm-hmm. on. But uh, just out of uh, one of the names that really, really stood out. Uh, of especially when Declan Fraser got that, the call up to to join Tickford. Yes, yes. Zach Best. Now he's clearly got a very, very big chip on his shoulder after being overlooked for um Jake Kostecki's seat. Would you say he's a, the all-out favourite, Stevie? No, I wouldn't. Really? No. No. Oh, for Super Two Championship, who would you? Who would you? Who, who, first off, who's driving for Matt White Motorsport? Uh, <laughs> so I've written it down. Uh, so who do you reckon? Cooper Murray. Cooper Murray. Maddie? You guys don't know much about Cooper Murray. I do. Yeah. And he's had a bit of a sabbatical last year away. Um, In a ZB. Now he'll be driving this year. Yep. And, mate, he is is super fast. He was red hot in Porsche, too. He was red hot in Porsche. I've seen him in go-karts. I've watched him in Porsche. Okay. There's been a lot of stuff behind the scenes that have not allowed him to... um, uh, to continue last year for a year, and there was a bit of bit of personal stuff behind the scenes for him. Okay, he's a young kid. He's fast, and okay. I he will be up the front, and he will be pushing, and he's a good racer. So I'm saying Cooper Murray. There you go. What about you, Matty? Well, I haven't said Cooper Murray because I really don't know a lot about him, except that he was wicked quick in a Porsche mm-hmm. in a Cup car. Um, I'm going in off form from last year. I'm going to say Kai Allen, mm-hmm. who's stepping up, who dominated Super 3 last year right up until the end when Brad Vaughan got him at Adelaide and just won the championship. I think Kai, I think Kai's certainly got the talent. It'll just be for mine, Stevie J, as to whether Eggleston Motorsport has got the car for him. We'll mm-hmm. just, it, they're, I think they're X-Triple, are they X-Triple 8 cars? No, they're X-Team 18 cars, mm. I think. 
So check the steering. Yeah. You beat me to it. Have a look at the steering rack there, folks. Uh, <laughs> so I'm saying either I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a slash. I'm going to say either Kai Allen or Zach Best. My concern for Zach Best, and I think I share this. Steve may share this. Is where he is as much as he's in a DJ, an ex-DJR car, he's at Anderson Motorsport. Mm -hmm. Remember, Anderson was the gentleman who bought it to basically do the wild card mm -hmm. uh, at the Bathurst 1000. Then yeah, didn't full have on, the super license points, didn't get it done. Full-on privateer um, effort he wanted to have a Full-spec privateer, which was awesome. I'd love to have seen it. But Zach Best is going there to drive that. And I'm just not... I'm not sure about what that team can produce, mm. Stevie J. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking Kai Allen and Zach Best. Have we, have we got a Super 3 uh, prediction, crystal ball? Who do you reckon in Super 3, Stevie J? Mm, I reckon. If I look at the entry level, Job at the Stewart. Entry, Job Stewart from Image Racing <laughs> in, the v, in the VF yeah. Commodore. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Yep. Good on you, Job. What about you, Good Matthew? luck to you. We'll give that a give. Um, a... Look, um, uh, do you want an emotional answer or do you want a real answer? No, a real answer. Real answer is I don't know because I really don't know any of these boys except for Jason Gomesall, mm -hmm. who I actually started racing with 20-odd years ago. Um, Cameron McLeod is son of... Uh, Ryan. Ryan McLeod. Mm -hmm. uh, Mason Kelly is a good field. Mason Kelly, son of Todd Kelly. Jet Johnson, son of Stevie Johnson. So emotionally, Jet Johnson. But the reality is, Steve J, I wouldn't even know. I don't know who's going to be good enough. Because mm. this is the entry level into supercar, right? So you could have been dominating in 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 Toyota 86 or TA2 or Trans Am or, or go-karts or whatever. When, when you get up to the... Big leagues here. Mm. Totally know. different kettle of fish, isn't it? It's a totally yep. different kettle of fish. So I, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch with a Johnson and a McLeod in there and a Kelly. I think that's going to be fascinating to watch yep. at this stage. Um, before we take a quick break, uh, an impromptu little uh, crystal ball there from you, Matthew. Well done. I, I've had to mm. write it down on my uh, mm. on a piece of paper. So I tell you what needs to happen though. For both Super 2 and Super 3, Stevie J, they need to do is some their driving racing standards. Yes. yes, their driving standards need to improve yep. dramatically so that the teams, drivers, partners all get laps. Yep. We cannot spend Super 2 and Super 3 behind a safety car this year like they did last year. Mm. And you could possibly even watch out for Aaron Seaton in Super 2 as well. But I eh, don't know. Yeah, we're getting a couple of messages saying uh, I'm predicting Aaron Seaton to be fighting for the Super 2 Championships under the Gomesall Motorsport banner. However, I think yeah. Super 2 will be better racing than the main game. Just saying. Oh, mm. right. Well, we'll have to wait and see on that, but it's going to be one to watch. But they need laps. Wouldn't you agree, Steve? Yeah, they need laps. They need to do more than, I think they did 34% yeah. of green flag laps last year. So it, they need to clean that up. They need to stop having... You know, obviously, red flag races and and time certain races, and just do some freaking laps, and not behind the safety totally. car. Going full super two last year, so we saw a couple of cars airborne. Like it was just ridiculous. Yeah, yep. it was crazy. Um, crazy. Uh, last but not least, uh, we had a message from our friend in Canada who didn't put his name. Well, he's put yes. his name this time. Bill from Prince Edward Island in Canada. Oh, Billy boy, welcome from aboard, Prince Bill. Prince Edward Island. Good on you, Bill. 
You're a legend. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Oh, Prince Eddie Isle, as they call what, it. <laughs> is that what they call it, <laughs> I Nimsy? don't think they do. But, but I'm going to call it that. Prince Eddie Isle. <laughs> right, okay. That's better than Prince Albert, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of the crystal ball. Yes. Ooh, that's a little too close to home, the old yes. Prince Albert, the crystal ball. As we talk uh, about pub, though. As we talk Great about pub. spearheads in teams. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take... We'll take a break. Back with more after this. Spearheads, he says. <laughs> it's a driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. <laughs> Together we're shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seat. Uh, as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Uh, this weekend, there will be some top-line motorsport in action as Formula One returns. Still with us, Manny? <laughs> I am. I was just putting the crystal balls back in the drawer. What happened there, Nimsy? Oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Are you all right? I'm I'm all good. <laughs> so just to, just to, just for those playing at home, uh, Maddie's uh, obviously in a different oh. studio than us. As I've played that, I just hear the this weird sound, and the camera's been green. Green. <laughs> oh wow, my eyes are watering right now. Uh, the crystal balls are safely away, but uh, I'm lucky. I've, I'm lucky I've got a left knee because. I don't think I'll be using my right knee for a little while. I absolutely just cracked it on the broadcast bench. <laughs> Mate, can I tell you something? You're not me. You can't run in at the last minute and sit in there because you're getting your coffee out of the room. All right? That's just me. You're not that anyway, you're not, as, not as agile as I am, all right? Oh, I'm, like a, I'm like a charging... Hippo is anyway, what I feel yeah. like about it. Anyway, Formula One. Bahrain. Let's talk Bahrain. Mm. Let's talk Bahrain. Do we have any answers out of the Bahrain testing ahead of this weekend's Grand Prix? Mm. No. Uh, obviously, with testing in Formula One, basically, um, you don't really learn anything about who's got pace and who doesn't have pace. Although, uh, that's with the front team, Stevie J. But I think you probably learn a little bit about some of the mid-level teams, I think. And I think what we've just realised is that Lando is probably going to have another frustrating year with McLaren. And Oscar Piastri may have made a big, bad decision going to McLaren instead of staying with uh, Alpine. Alpine. Hmm. I think. So um, cars that are, or teams look like, look, we hope, we think, may have made a step forward. Aston Martin, big talk about Aston Martin, really coming good, even though that Lance Stroll is not there and unlikely to race this weekend because I believe he's broken his wrist in a, in a bike accident. Mm. So uh, Drogovic is going to jump into the car for him. Drogovic? Williams. Wow. Yeah. Williams looks exactly the same. Uh, they look like they're going to be down the back, even though I've got a little bit more money. The big one for mine, or the big scary bit for mine is I think Max is going to win it again. Well, even though we put the crystal balls away, I think Max is probably going to win it again. What I'm going to be watching, Stevie J, with excitement, fervour and vigour will be whether Ferrari can actually do something this year with the pace that they've got and the car that they've got. They've got to get their strategy right and they've got to make sure that that, that car is reliable. If that's the case, they may actually push Max 
to a decent championship, I hope. Mercedes look like they've maybe come forward a little bit. What was really evident, boys, over testing was that the popoising, as the uh, British commentators like to call it, and as my wife calls it, <laughs> is, uh, looks like that's been minimised. But so... Um, McLaren, look, they look they they may look as though they've taken a bit of a step back, which is just unbelievable. Good on you, Daniel, for not being there because I reckon it's going to be a tish fight in there. Um, uh, Alpha Tauri doesn't look like it's really hot, and possibly a little bit of goss there. Possibly they might be up for sale too. Ooh. Now that the former head of Red Bull, the owner of Red Bull, has uh, kicked it and gone gone for the long holiday north. There's talk about uh, uh, the second team of Red Bull being gone uh, in the future. So we'll have to wait and see there. Um, yeah, look, I think Haas may need to be midfield. We'll have to wait and see there. Uh, Alpine may have taken a jump, but the big talk is all around Aston Martin and how competitive they may be. It's going to be interesting to mm. see in Bahrain. And let's not forget to um, Scotty Mack will also be in action in IndyCar. St. Pete. Yeah, going to be the very, best. very... Big, big year uh, for Scotty Mack. But, uh, we'll best take... open wheel category still in the world. I actually reckon it's probably the best racing category full stop. That uh, look, I don't disagree with you. And I think Steve and I have said that openly. We just think it's great racing. Mm-hmm. So Love it. Big year for Steve for, uh, for Scotty Mack, Stevie J. Yep. Indeed. Absolutely. We'll take a quick pause for the course and wrap it all up next here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And it's been great to have your company here on the driver's seat as we're back for 2023. Uh, we'll quickly wrap up some loose ends here because we've got to go um, quickly. 0433 is our number. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so by jumping on the uh, our socials at driver's seat show. But every, every week that we're on live, text in which is what Kimbo has done in Bayswater. Welcome back, mm. gents. Great hearing you again and looking forward to listening to a fun year ahead. Let's hope there's a pleasant surprise with Gen 3 in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Kimbo. Kimbo, we're with you, love. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're desperately uh, crossing our fingers and toes and everything. Yep. But, uh, boys, yep. it's been fun. Back into it. Hopefully oh. got some news for you next week, too, about what the SEN product will look like. Yes. Moving well, forward. Well, we'll need to. And we'll also get a new desk for the Gold Coast studio. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone got a phone number of a good knee doctor on the coast? <laughs> oh, I really need that doctor. Uh, that's it from us. We'll see you next week. Why, why, why me?